Hi, everybody. Ciao a tutti. Uh, happy Tuesday, November 2nd. Uh, oh, it's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, already. Tuesday. Uh, oh, that's so, weird. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a little out of our match because typically, you know, we do... Uh, we, yeah, we do it on Mondays, but, you know, with the not-so-surprising uh, pickup of Antonio Conte for Tottenham, Alex and I figure, okay, let's jump on. Let's talk about it. Uh, we had the day to kind of let it sink in. Uh, I I saw a couple of you know interviews and all that, and that's what kind of pushed me to call Alex. I'm like, let's do something today and talk about it. So uh-huh. we'll definitely get to that. Uh, Alex, take it away, man. What do you think? What, what do you, what do you well, like about this? First, first of all, first of all, just gonna point out we heard about the mic that I have to get a new mic. I know it. I'm getting one tomorrow. <laughs> it's something not to worry about. It's something that's gonna happen. Anyways. Second of all, I just want to bring up this Conte to Tottenham. Uh, I'm pretty sure we discussed about it yesterday a little bit, but uh, more into depth about it. I'm more of a guy that it's good for Spurs because they bring in a world-class manager, as we all know. But I really do not like this pickup on Conte's side. Why? Because when he went to, I was reading posts about how he went to Juventus when they were fourth place, made them champions. Came to Chelsea when they were tenth place, made them champions. And Inter too, they made them into champions. Mm-hmm. The difference is, is that we know at Chelsea the board will spend the money. They will do whatever it takes. They don't care as long as they win. Juve is the same way. Inter was the same way. It's mm-hmm. whatever happens. I mean, Inter is. The way it ended is kind of tough because COVID, Movid, financial issues, that all came out. But I find I don't like this pickup. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, it's definitely a big, it's a big appointment. It's a big exclamation uh, exclamation mark for them. Uh, they're trying to get back into the top four. Uh, will it happen? I personally don't think so, but hey, at least they're trying, you know? At least they're not like Man United, which are just sitting and playing, I don't know what, what? with yeah, Ole exactly. for some reason. But anyways, yeah, that's my that's my point of view of it. I'm not a, I'm good for Spurs. They went for the best possible coach. Don't like it for Conte. I think if he waited a bit longer, he would have probably had a better team, but... Anyways, that's that's how I see it. I'm pretty sure that's how Sanji my Mike sees it, but we'll see. Want to see what you think about it, my guy? I I mean, yeah, for obviously for you know if if you're the a Spurs fan and whatever, I mean, this is this is the best news you guys have had in a very very long time. Hmm. Uh, Conte brings this undeniable wealth uh, of experience. Uh, he is gonna get the absolute most out of everybody. But I'm really curious to see who will stay, who's going to go, who's actually go in the sense that obviously if you're not going to fit in the system, Conte has no issues with kicking you out the door. Oh, so, he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, he's just, it's like like we kind of discussed a bit last night, you know, obviously Conte, what he's known for is that it's my way or you're okay. going to be a bench warmer and that's just the way it goes, right? And mm. I mean, l- listen, <laughs> his methods obviously work. So no, obviously, you, you know the, they're gonna get a hard ass for sure. Uh, it's he's gonna whip everyone into shape. Uh, on paper, it's it's not a bad team. I mean, we we discussed it as well. It's it's not a bad mm-hmm. team. Uh, the only person I'm actually very curious to see how he's going to ultimately react is uh, Harry Kane. Oh, hundred percent. 
he's the only person that for me despite his his quality and everything for me he seems like the person with the biggest kind of question mark because it's not just about fitting into the system but you're gonna have to motivate him to get love again because obviously it's very clear he doesn't want to be there anymore yeah for sure Conte is going to have a two-pronged issue here where one, you're going to have to get him to fit into your system, which I don't think is going to be that bad there, but no. but how are you going to get him to have that fire again, which he so very clearly does not have anymore. What I'm excited to see the play, actually I have to, I'll say three players that I'm very interested to see how they're going to play. For me, it would be Huming Song for sure, because as much as yes, Harry Kane is the number one player on that team, we all know it, but Son just has that Eden Hazard, he's not as good as Eden Hazard, not even close. Not even close. But, I mean, he has a pretty high ceiling, and he's great and everything. I'm not saying he's bad, but I think Conte is, well, hopefully from what I want to see, is this son, son that will pick up the ball and just be motivated to go forward. Nowadays, you watch it. Yes, he is somewhat of attacking forward, but a lot of games I watch, he... It, it's like he doesn't want to get to those spaces. And Conte, I'm pretty sure, will force him to get to those spaces, which yeah. will be very interesting. Uh, secondly, I am very excited to see how Ndombele is going to play. Ooh, Why Ndombele? Be- because Ndombele is a... Don't want to really say Conte-esque, uh, Conte-esque because hmm? nobody's at Conte. No, exactly. Conte has, Conte has this way of making some midfielders pop out of nowhere mm-hmm. and from what i know from Ndombele, he has the talent he has the heart it's just fitting him into the proper system that he would enjoy and conte is probably one of the best managers of making players adapt to a certain system yeah 100 percent. and so i'm excited to see how he's gonna perform and another big player that i don't really think much people talk about nowadays is deli ali I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up as well. I was gonna say between him, Christian Romero, I think he's gonna do really well with these guys. I hope so, man. Deli Ali once upon a time was the biggest midfield prospect in English football, mm-hmm. and yeah. now out of nowhere, well, I think with Mourinho, it just it just started going downhill, downhill, downhill. Now he's unrecognizable. You you see him get onto the field with the those. Oh, that ugly ass hairstyle. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't know yeah. who thought that was a smart idea. <laughs> but I'm excited because he has the talent. It's just, again, with Ndombele, you have to find the system for him. And Conte is that type of manager that will find a system that will fit in every player. Mm-hmm. Now it comes down to pers- how they will it's how you're gonna grab take this, this opportunity. Exactly. exactly. And and it's funny that you bring it up because I want to bring up him, you know, guys like Derek Iyer. Uh, I mean, he's he's going to have fun with fun. even, you know, we were talking about uh, uh, Tanga and now I've mm. it, it kind of dawned on me that he also has Lucas Mora on that side as well. That's And you have Victor Ben Moses. Davies. I mean, he, he's got some good studs here. I mean, yeah, we, that's one thing. We've all, we always shit on Spurs, but they actually have a solid team. Like, yes, they're not extra, they're not the best team in the Prem. They're I wouldn't even consider them a top four on paper. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, we're seeing this without 
with a Mourinho that kind of struggled and had problems with the locker room, mm -hmm. which I personally think will happen. But look, let's go with the positives. Uh, if Conte does what he usually does and the players list, sit down and listen to him and actually sacrifice some personal gain for the team, this team can be a top four and maybe... Maybe I'm pushing a maybe a top three in the Prem because of Conte. I don't think so. Man City, uh, Liverpool, sure, yeah. Chelsea are too far up. Yeah. And you also have the likes of Manu that if they change their managers, they will be absolutely frightening. Honestly, uh, I don't think they will at this point. I mean, they, that, that boat's gone. They totally screwed the pooch on this one. Uh, if I was the fan base, like we said last night, I'd be losing my mind that you let him slip through your fingers and go to one of your largest rivals there. I mean, so, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's <sighs> it's insane, Again, and you know, it's 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 the very typical man you to just do a stupidity like this. And even today, I mean, CR seven is dragging their ass across the line. There's no. Oh other my way. god! <laughs> and, and what was really funny is that after the game, you know, they were talking, and Ole came out and he says, you know, he's like he's like Michael Jordan. The first thing that came to mind, and I even posted it on that thread, was. The difference between the two is that at least that team was coached properly. Oh, yeah. so properly. MJ is an absolute god, but they were coached very properly. What was your coaching? What was your ah? Uh, well, wow, how did I forget this? I watched. I think I watched the last dance like at least three times. <laughs> how? What's it? Uh, ah, how do I not remember this? Okay, this is embarrassing. Oh, it's uh, not really it. It was uh, Phil Jackson. Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, it just popped to mind too. Yeah, Phil Jackson. Man. But I that's mean, the, the thing. Triangle, Ronaldo baby. is there. I mean, yeah. yeah that's what <laughs> it was. The triangle. But the triangle, I mean, let's get into, I don't. I mean, I don't want to get into basketball or anything, but the triangle is, I think, the most essential thing in every sport. And every sport mm -hmm. is always, and football is a big thing. In hockey, it's a big thing. In basketball, it's a big thing. Anyways, I'm gonna get into that's. We're not here to talk about that. We're not uh, <laughs> professional coaches either. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I totally agree with. He is technically the. Oh my God, lost, lost his cheek. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm watching the Chelsea game. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So he. I would say he is the MJ of football just on how clutch he is. I mean, look. For yeah. every team he plays with, I mean, even when it was with Juve, that first year, he literally dragged them through the first round well, of the Champions League. Like, literally. And how many times has he done with Portugal? Real Madrid, he didn't do it so often because the team as a whole was stacked and everyone was clicking. Stupid, yeah. But, the, stupid. but the moment he went to uh, Juve, you, you saw that. I, I, I think we saw his brilliance really shine when he went to Juve because it was just him. And he still produced, and he still dragged that team across the line, and he's still doing it today. I, I, I mean, like I said last night, it's funny because we always kind of go back to the whole Messi Ronaldo thing, but mm. it's it's moments like this that, for me, really make him stand out a little more. Oh, for sure. I mean, sure. I, I love Messi, but he's he's never really been the type of player to kind of. I mean, it's not that he's not done it. I'm if not saying he's never done it, but to me, Ronaldo has been clutch way way more often. 100%. I'll give you that. As a Messi fan, I'll give you that. I'll, the clutchness, I don't even think it's in the debate. I think clutchness, you just... Just look at Ronaldo's start. Just look at Ronaldo with Manu now. I think, what, they've maybe played 15 games or so. 
he scored what maybe like I want to say four, five, ninetieth minute game 90th, uh, goals yeah. to either draw it or win it. It's I feel like every single week he just does it. But anyways, I don't want to get into Ronaldo now. We're we're here to talk about Conte. <laughs> yeah, man, you shit the bed. Uh, this Conte to me for Spurs, it's a very big, not fuck you, but we want to come back mentality, which is something that I find Spurs fans were waiting for to see from da- Daniel Levy mm-hmm. because they dropped what fifteen million. It's a fifty million, eighteen months, fifteen million. Yeah, yeah. At 15 a year. Uh, it's absurd. And, I mean, it's good. I mean, Spurs fans should be happy about it because they see that it's, it makes them – it makes it show like, – Daniel Levy show, is showing that he actually cares, well, which I mean, is I, I think it's, it, it's huge, but at the same time, a lot of fans were still kind of left scratching their heads saying, why the hell have you waited so long to do this? Like, why are you doing this now when – I mean, over the years – there were other opportunities to bring in really solid coaches and they never did. So now all of a sudden, because things aren't working out for you, you're getting smoked. The team looks like garbage. Now you're doing it. And at the end of the day, let's be honest, Conte was the, the ultimate choice to go there. I mean, yeah, but he, he obviously was smart enough because in the summer, obviously it didn't work out because he didn't want to mm. you know, work under Conte's kind of guidelines. But mm. now this time around, I'm sure Conte got on there and said, if you want this, that's it, man. You're going to have to stop being the typical frugal owner and you're going to have to give me total control. Don't bug me. I bring in the players. You shut up and sign the checks. Exactly. That's- I'm, I'm sure in the nicest way possible, that's ultimately how that conversation went down in the room. Uh, 100%. As I said yesterday, for sure, Daniel, when Daniel Levy caught Conte, Conte biggest smile on his face, he, he knew it was going to come. He, yeah, knew, he it was, knew it was going to happen. I mean, he was definitely like, hoping for Man U, but I mean, obviously, like we keep saying, total lost cause. Conte, at the end of the day, I don't know if he comes out ahead, but yeah, again, he's he's inheriting a pretty solid squad. It's definitely not as amazing on paper anyways as Man United. Not even comparable. But even I mean, he's, he, he's got a good foundation for defense. The midfield is actually pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like he's he's got he's got some really good tools to work with. But again, and they're like, young like, too. There's that too. They're young. They're not. Yeah, that's they're it. Not oldies. So these guys. I mean, everyone knows what Conte brings. Everyone knows that you're gonna have to work your literal socks off. Hmm. And again, like we said at the beginning, to me the only question mark is how Harry Kane is gonna take this. How are yeah. you gonna get this guy to be motivated again to be what he was? Is he even gonna fit in the system? Obviously, they're not going to sell him because he's, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the paper boy. He's the face of the franchise. So they're mm-hmm. not going to get rid of him, even if he doesn't kind of work out. He's not going to do a Diego Costa text message. Yeah, ciao, bye, you know? <laughs> so, that was fun. But that, that but was if, fun. Yeah, that's, that story is a little insane. But, you know, one of the reasons I, I really want to do today, I was telling Alex before, and I had kind of touched base on it uh, before as well, is, you know, I, as I work, I, I have – the, the uh, ability to kind of you know listen to other things as they go on so mm-hmm. as i'm doing my work there on the tv i was kind of watching you know sky sports and all this and i happened to land on one feed i'm not going to start naming names and shit because i'm not here to start picking fights with other people but they're pretty well-known pundits and one of them came out and I'm, my mind is a little bit blown about it but they were saying it's a risk worth taking to hire conte what risk what risk? The, what risk could he? What th- he risks bringing a trophy? I think it's a risk worth. I think it's a risk worth taking for Conte, except with Spurs. I think no, it's no, more no, of a. No, no. Risk. It was the other way around. 
No, I know, but I'm saying, I'm saying what the actual thing, what the actual, how do I say it? The actual thing should be Conte is taking over risk now because for sure. If he pulls a Mourinho, I mean, Mourinho, his reputation really died off at Manu, which uh, I find Man United fans are kind of like, I mean, look at Ole. Ole, I think, has a worse win percentage than literally Moyes, Van Gaal, and Mourinho. And there's, I mean, yes. There, they are all the out. I get it, but it's like I find it's more of a it's more of a risk for Conte because Conte last three teams he went to made them champions, mm-hmm. straight up. Juventus, champions. Chelsea, champions. Went to Inter, champions, and now he's going to Spurs, which is a very effy team. I mean, look, will they will they win the Prem? There's no way. I don't. I don't see them winning the. I, I mean, not not this year. Definitely not this year. No, not even next. I don't think they have. I think Man City, Liverpool, Man City, and Liverpool to me are the top two teams other than Bayern in Europe that I'm most afraid of. Uh, Chelsea are climbing there. We're too young still. I I find we still need a year or two to actually gel, which is insane to say considering that. Yeah, because what think, you guys won. <laughs> I mean, look. Uh, I was I was reading a I was uh, listening to a podcast today, or even though they were talking about it on the TV. Uh, literally, if you take out that five nothing, uh, the five two loss we had last year against Norwich, which mm-hmm. we all know was a blimp. Well, I mean, we can all confirm that was a blimp because it was a blimp. Yeah, exactly. If you take it out, we've conceded eighteen goals in forty five games. Yeah, it's... eighteen <laughs> goals. In 40... You know how me... this season alone we already have twelve clean sheets. We have twelve. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're getting it. Spurs are so far. I would even say they're still far away from Manu, but I think Conte will bring them. They'll become better than Manu if they keep fucking Ole. And I think they won't win the title. I don't think that's what they're very. They're really going for. I think it's just finally get back into the top four. Finally get back into top four. That's what they really want. What about winning a trophy in general? Oh, just like, any trophy. Like, like, bring, like bringing Conte and obviously you want to win something. So what is success to you? As a, as a, obviously not to you, you, but I'm saying as a, <laughs> as a Spurs fan, what, what would be considered success with Conte? That he, that he brings I you think... into second place, that he wins an FA Cup. I mean, I, I'm still iffy on the whole winning the league thing as well. Uh, mm. Like I said, I, I think the team is a really solid team, but I don't think it's that good. And he, no. I, I don't know if he can do this in 18 months. No, no, I find well. Look, we we're talking about eighteen months and how it's so short, blah blah blah. And I was thinking, when we brought in Thomas, I mean, sorry to bring up uh, Chelsea's a lot, but I mean that's like my biggest go-to because you know it's the team I follow the most. Uh, I mean, we brought in Thomas Tuchel on a tw- eighteen-month contract, and look, after <laughs> I think what four months, <laughs> we signed him to a brand new contract again. And I mean, it's not that it's too short, eighteen months, but it's kind of like. If you have a coach like Conte, uh, it's I find it's better for you as a Spurs like board to just sign the guy for as long as you can. Oh, Ziyech, what a goal. What a beauty. So, yeah, I find it's kind of like, it's kind of weird that like you only sign Conte, a proven manager like that, to 18 months. It's kind of like, okay. It's not a lot of faith to me is what that contract shows. Oh, 100%. And, like, or maybe it's just Conte that doesn't have faith in the team. Uh, that's true. Yeah, honestly, that's true too. Uh, I I find that a little hard to believe that he and his uh, agent would be cool with signing an eighteen month contract. But I mean, he's essentially getting 15, 
15 and a bit, I guess, if you take in the, like mm. the extra few months. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, we, we talked about it last night as well. To me, it's still a bit of an iffy one. Uh, mm. Conte kind of, I don't, you know, we're sitting here saying that, you know, Conte has so much to lose. I don't think it, it, it would do anything. It would, it would kind of just prove that the team as a whole is like a farce, that it's all yeah. a facade, that it's nowhere near as good as it is. But if he were to all of a sudden win, you know, kind of for, for me, anything, if he wins anything, like a community shield, just, or FA, you know, like, yeah, just a title. like that, 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 that's a, that's a victory. He's done his job. Like I'm, to, to, I'm to me, sure I don't think out of the FA Cup race. I'm pretty sure they're out of the FA Cup race this year. Let me see. I'm well, pretty well, sure they are. Whatever. Like, obviously, like we said, I don't think they'll win the, you know, the Prem in general. I mean, there's no way this team will ever compete with, Man City, Liverpool, you guys. I mean, when he inherited Chelsea, Chelsea was in a very good, strong spot. Now, nah, he is a tactical genius. So he's probably going to pull some wins that aren't expected every now and again. But there's no way he's going to win the title. I think it would be the biggest achievement in his career if he were to somehow win in the next 18 months with this team. League-wise, league-wise. Like I said, I, I hope he wins a cup. As a Tottenham fan, yeah. if he brings home at least one cup, that's he's, he's, that 15 mil is worth it, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, I mean, look, that all the trophy memes is, are going to end, basically. It, it's one big meme that just Spurs have never been able to like erase, is that they have just a bunch of dust in their trophy cabinet, which, honestly, it's just pure facts. There's nothing... There's nothing to be like, oh, no, it's all media. No, no, you guys haven't won shit. The yeah. Audi Cup you guys won in, I think, what, 2009, 2008? <laughs> I mean, look, my grandmother, okay, my grandmother could win that title and she wouldn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> come on, let's be honest here. But, I mean, yeah, I think success for Conte, top success, I think, would be to achieve top four and to win the FA Cup. That's I mean, literally... he should theoretically be able to break the top four. Just because Man U is just not up to scratch with the manager. That's all it is. Yeah. So that, I, I can the see manager. them kind of squeaking in. That's Yeah, that, I, I think so too. But there's also Man U and there's also West Ham. We're not even talking... West Ham, I'm, I, I truly believe they're a top four contender. Last year they were. Looks like this year they were. I'm very impressed by them. So, I mean, in this race, I would say there's top four. I think the top three, it's... There's no argument. It's literally Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City. There's no other way you can look at it yeah. at this point. But then it's the fourth place where I find it's more of a West Ham, Manu, and now with Conte, Spurs. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see. And I find it's going to be the biggest... Them getting top four or getting Champions League soccer will be the biggest decisive factor for Kane this summer. As it was last year, this year... Is the same thing. I remember last year they were talking about how if Spurs were not going to have Europe Europe soccer this year, mm-hmm. Kane was not going to stay. <laughs> Look, I mean, you technically did have they technically do have European soccer in with a the, sense, yeah, with the stupid conference league, whatever the hell that league is. <laughs> but it's like if they don't make it, if they don't make it a Champions League, Kane Kane already doesn't want to be there. Yeah, but if you don't make Champions League, he'll literally pay Contes 15 million just to get out of there. <laughs> that's literally what would happen. <laughs> there's, there's probably some level of truth to that. And well, I, I think that if if Conte were to make it in, he, like the book would kind of be open for him a little more. 
know what I mean? Because yeah. like, now as an owner, you kind of have no choice because you have to compete against the world's best. So it's like, you can't be cheap anymore. You can't be frugal. Like he's been for, mm-hmm. you know, forever at this point. So the, getting to the Champions League opens up a lot of doors for Conte as a manager because he'll definitely get what he wants. Because now, uh, obviously, when you uh, when you make it into the Champions League, you get a pretty large sum of money so that you can kind of build yeah. up a team to be competitive. So I, I think you can get to the top four. Uh, the motivation to get there is ultimately that, is that all of a sudden your checkbook is going to be much larger. So yeah. he's, he's going to push. And like I said, I have zero faith in Man U. I don't think Ole okay. will see it through unless Ronaldo keeps dragging their ass across the line like he's been doing. Uh, but that team is they're they're there for the Spurs, you know, to kind of take and kill. Uh, exactly. We're, we're gonna see what happens. Uh, like I said, to me, one of the weirdest things is, you know, when I when I heard them saying, you, you know, uh, it, it's it, it's a risk worth taking. Like I don't I don't I don't understand how Conte is a risk for this team. Like I, it just completely baffles my mind. If you want to force your manager at this point that was available, it, it was the no-brainer pickup was Conte. I mean, that's it. Like I don't. There's like, one manager you can pick up and be like, okay, this guy will get us somewhere. It's Conte that was available. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, who so, the hell else is better than this at that point? Like, it's just yeah. like, oh, what, what's the risk? Oh, he's gonna win you a cup for once. <laughs> like, like I don't. How, how do these and, how do these quote unquote pundits have jobs? How do you make a comment like this? Like, what more do you need him to prove himself as a manager? So what? The guy's a hothead, but he knows what he wants. Well, that's like, how do you think like he wins? It? So I mean, like, I don't get it. How do you think? Look at all the top managers except Klopp. Pep is a hothead. He's a hot. He's, he's bad. He's bad. He's bad. Look at uh, Even, look at Klopp. Klopp is a hothead. Second minute of the Malmo game, Malmo that just the most the easiest games you can get at Champions League is screaming at his players on the, in the second minute to press. <laughs> it's like you need to have some sort. Obviously, there's limits to it, but you gotta have some sort of. And look at the manager Ole. Ole, he sits down, doesn't scream. Look, you can obviously tell there's a difference. There's no the team doesn't feel pressured, and that's why you need. Imagine a Conte that will literally stand up, scream at his players, mm-hmm. make sure everything is pitch perfect, and that's how you succeed. You don't succeed by letting these little minor details go. No. Not these managers perfect. know the sport better than all of us. They know that this sport is all about inches and being perfect. Mm-hmm. You're not perfect, mistakes will happen. Mistakes happen, you'll get goals conceded. Goals conceded, you, you tend to lose or draw games. Which happened a lot. Even today, again, Maguire, total disaster class. Oh, man. my God. H- how is this guy the fucking center back of the national team? Hey, hey, I, I, I texted you this uh, a couple hours ago. I'm sorry, but my Newcastle team that I made, they're all popping. Sharawi <laughs> scored and Bolo scored a brace. Bailly looks like a... Apparently, for some reason on Twitter, everybody's praising him. Like, I didn't watch the game. I'll watch it tomorrow. But they're praising him like crazy. I mean, look, uh, at this point, make me the make me the manu- manager, man. I'll, I'll get the best out of everybody. I'll make we, Lingard yeah, into we... the next GOAT. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think anyone can take that team and make them a little better now. But uh, lo- look, looking a bit ahead, uh, Tottenham do actually have kind of a – kind of actually, it's a very easy schedule, to be honest with you. 
Yeah. They don't play anyone. They they won't play any of the tops until uh, mid December, which happens to be Leicester and then Liverpool. Even Leicester, Leicester are kind of struggling until now. Yeah, they're, but they're still. Been... You, you 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 can't discount Brandon Rogers. That's oh, no. that's you know never. But I mean, right now he's Conte's technically first game is on Thursday in this conference league, whatever the hell, and then <laughs> Everton on Sunday, and then you have Leeds. And then you have Burnley. So mm-hmm. if Conte hits the ground running, he can totally dominate November and even December. Because wow. then after that, it's Brighton, Norwich. And, you know, like it's for a team like Tottenham, this is supposed to be cannon fodder. Like this is supposed to be, you know, the teams you're supposed to beat to maintain your pressure. I mean, I'm very excited for that Everton Tottenham game. It's literally Rafa Benitez versus Antonio Conte. That's. Yeah. It's Sunday, it's Sunday at nine. Honestly, I, I I've never really watched the Spurs at all, but now that no. Conte's there, I'm, I I and I think a lot of people are going to do this as well. Is that now that Conte's there, we're going to want to see what the hell happens. So I'm going to keep an eye on their 100%. games a little more often. But straight up, I never went out of my way to watch a Tottenham game ever. I mean, I've watched it like I had the time, but honestly, it's they all it's always snooze fest. There's never anything that happens, and that, that's it's just the thing. like you, you like, like every single game's the same. Like you watch the highlights and it's just yeah. So yeah. now I'm now I'm very curious. I mean, I I don't Thursday. I I mean, he's technically been their coach for like 24 hours at this point. So I'm I'm really curious as to what's going to change for Thursday. Is he going to come in and start doing wholesale? You know, switch to a three in the back right away. I'm not sure. He kind of could, because I mean Romero's used to that. Of course. So it's it's not so bad. Son as your wide man is used to it. Uh, Kane will just be your target man. He's got the physique. He's got the speed. It's it's plausible, but I don't think we're going to see like a real wholesale change until probably December when December rolls around. Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be after international break. After international break, we're really going to see the real Conte come out. I think. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but the international break, I, don't, I think it's done now, right? I don't think they're no. Back. They, they have oh, one no, next it's, week. it's after next week. Yes, you're right. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, they right. have one next week. So I I, I, I think he's yeah we hate but it's gonna do the Spurs a world of uh, good. I mean at the end of the day oh, the only the only downside I presume is Conte is gonna lose let's say Kane. He's probably gonna lose like four or five people on the team. To, yeah, to internationals I mean, Kane, logically speaking. But the thing is is that I mean it's it's actually a it's really good timing from Spurs because it it puts you in their first game. Thursday, like we said against Vitesse. Vitesse is a pretty good team. Yeah, I mean, from what, I mean, from what I remember, I remember two main players: Chelsea Loney players, which is Musondo, Musonda that played there <laughs> a bit, and obviously Mason Mount that absolutely destroyed. Uh, but they're relatively, I mean, considering the the com- competition that literally nobody knows about. They're playing good teams, and then Everton's another pretty solid team. So Conte, when it comes to international break, he will know. Okay, this player will give me this. This fit, player will yeah. give me that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Everything then, will be interesting because Benitez is. Uh, I wouldn't say he's super meticulous, but he is a good manager. Like he's a good oh, leader of men. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the, there's a reason why he managed Liverpool, and there's a reason why everybody knows him. Uh, exactly. At some point, he managed Real. No, I'm pretty sure. A uh, very short he, stint. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you can't be a garbage manager and like coach Real Madrid. It, it just doesn't happen. Real Madrid yeah, is probably the peak of managerial jobs. Like, as much as people want to be, yes, okay, Barcelona's big. No, the biggest I, team in the world is by far Real Madrid. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a Galactico. That's the yeah, whole point of football. I, 
I totally agree. I, I, and to be honest, I always typically watch Real more than Bar- Barcelona. I mean, without Messi, what's Barcelona? Oh, fuck, they're boring. You know I mean, oh. like, Real always had, like, like you said, the Galacticos. They always had these monsters. They were a team you wanted to watch and enjoy. Like, I, I've always gravitated towards Real more. Not For to sure. say that I go out of my way to watch them, but I'll, if, I was, there, if, yeah. if, if both teams are playing, I'm not watching Barcelona. I can tell you that. You know, Anyways. Since we're talking about managers, I want to hear what your sources have been telling you about the Newcastle uh, new manager. Right. I want to know. That's right. So I was telling Alex kind of, you know, when we're warming up for this, I told him that I, I heard, uh, you know, these pretty intense rumors of who is actually very down and might generally take over. And it was so out of left field that I, I, I've kept it a secret from Alex. So... It, it kind of just popped up and I did a bit of digging and apparently the name being linked right now is Unai Emery. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> I shit people not. It is Unai Emery and apparently he is super down to take over. Uh, I mean, hey, honestly, that's very, I, I love that. It's, it's pretty out of left field when I started seeing this. You bring in the Europa League specialist. Yeah, exactly. You want to talk about league specialists in Conte? You're bringing in the Europa League specialist in Unai That's one in, what, I think three times? It's nah, it, nah, I think it's more league. than that. Didn't he win two in a row at one point, too? Bro, the guy's just the Europa League. Yeah, I really love that. I and love that. The name being touted right now is Unai Emery. Wow, I never thought about that, eh? Can, can you believe wow. that? And, and to wow. be honest, I mean... Him not working out at Arsenal, it, like it sucks, but it wasn't a surprise because that too is not exactly the like most well managed club in in England. But mm-hmm, this yeah. would be really sick because I mean he succeeds in in Spain because it's they give him rain, right? So if if you give oh, yeah. him that wiggle room, he is a very solid damn coach. He's won it four times. 2014, 2015, 2016. Can you believe that? <laughs> Three times in a row. And most importantly, he beat Ole. That's I right. Mean, I mean, that was a very fucked up penalty shootout they had last year. I don't know if wow. you remember it. Everybody scored except David De Gea with the yeah. last... You just could you just couldn't like script yeah, it anybody. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't make this shit up. It's actually really funny. But winning oh, that wow. competition three years in a row is eh, that's like a feat. It's a marvel Bro. of you know of the tournament. It's never it's happened. It's the second biggest tournament in Europe. I mean, yes, yeah. it's not the Champions League, but I mean Arsenal at this point, if they just qualify for Europa League, they'll be happy at this yeah, point. Exactly. So it's like listen, for a team like this that knows Champions League will never happen. Winning these tournaments is like undeniably massive, and it does put you on the map. It's not yeah. like you said, not a huge competition by any means next to Champions League, but winning the same tournament three years in a row that puts you on the damn map. Yeah, it just proves that you're proven. Oh my god, okay, Loftus Cheek is a monster. Anyways, yeah, it just proves that he's a winner. Uh, it comes down, it's basically a Walmer version of Conte, if you theoretically <laughs> want to put it that way. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good way of thinking about it. I mean, he's definitely not going to be paid 15 million oh, for, no for 18 months, but uh, that's way. that's the thing right now, man. That's the story. I'm that's the scoop. You're hearing it here, guys. Emery, I love that totally out of left field and someone I had never thought of. 
Like this or is never. just next level crazy. But I'm thinking about Arsenal. I mean, he came in. I mean, people were bashing about uh, bashing him, but I mean, I think Arteta was literally the worst, way worse. Yeah, worst start. And I honestly find that Arsenal are a decent team. Smith Rowe is a gem. He's a gem of a youngster. Mm-hmm. Saka is a gem. He's uh, a great have, player. Oh, Saka is amazing. He's fast. He has fit. I love Saka. I mean, he's not. He's obviously not my favorite. English player, far from it. <laughs> I probably have like 15 people in front of him. Uh, but I mean, Saka, they have uh, Martinelli, which I really rate. Uh, who else? Tangi for some, no, not Tangi, uh, the new signing there, the, the Japanese guy. I don't know, I can't remember his name. Uh, the, I, I mean, he's changed the game for them. Ramsdale has really changed that team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, yes, I mean, Arteta is doing kind of better with Arsenal technically, but it's because all these kids came out of nowhere, and it's not like you can really blame Unai for the team he had, especially with yeah, how that's it. Jacko was fucking them constantly. Because holy, I would watch their games, and Granit Jacko was literally just a pile on the middle of midfield. Yeah, it's and if like Pogba with Manu. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Pogba with Manu in France is literally a, I don't, I just don't get that. He's a hundred and twenty yeah. million dollar waste of space. This guy. I mean, I was hearing, I was reading sources yesterday that apparently he's interested in a PSG move over a PSG move, uh, Juve move over a PSG move, even though a couple of weeks ago they're talking about how he's super happy with the team. You know, when they were winning, he's super happy. He's yeah, going to sign a course. three-year contract. Man. And then now out of nowhere, oh, he prefers Juve. And then two weeks going to be, oh, he prefers PSG. He, he prefers whoever is going to pay him and uh, what's his name uh, the most? Freaking Raya, Raiola. Raiola, yeah. Whoever, whoever Raiola knows is going to get the most money from. Greedy bastard. I want 40 mil for Holland. Get him. But he knows he's going to get it. That's the problem, right? And he's the yeah. reason that FIFA is pushing to cap uh, money that <laughs> they'll, they'll get. I mean, it's literally because of him. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, f- forty million off of that, and one and one Pogba left. It was twenty mil. So it's like it's it's it's, it's nonsense, man. It's crazy. How is your commission forty million? And he literally he can just sit on that one signing for the rest of his life easily. Yeah, but anyways, want to get back into the Newcastle signing? I mean, look, if United Emery, will it happen? Maybe. I mean, he's. It seems like he's happy at Villarreal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think Villarreal is pretty happy with him. I mean, we've I, I was, I would was be. <laughs> on four times with them. Uh, but I mean, look, at the end of the day, you know, Emery is a great pick. I, I, I remember when I made my team, I put in uh, Steven Gerrard, I'm pretty sure, which is kind of like a weird pick for some people, but I think it's very plausible. That's just me, but anyways. You know what I mean? I was not expecting that name. That was no, the last I, name I was expecting. I'm telling you, man. It it I I found I heard about it, and I I had I had to like this along with the stupidity that's been said about Conte. I'm like, you're not. We I have to, like we we yeah. have to do it tonight and just chat this stuff up. So Respect you know we, we 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 have these quote unquote pundits who are saying Conte is a risk, and then we're finding out that Une Emery is very much interested in taking over Newcastle. So I mean, it's all in all a pretty interesting day. A lot of fuck. It was a a pretty impressive twenty four hours, I might say. I mean, we recorded yesterday, and then today there's this, there's these two. Like, I mean, look, it's football. Football. That's why we love the sport because there's always it. something that happens. 
like I said, I'm, always I'm, I'm very curious. I mean, uh, I'm definitely going to watch uh, Sunday's game. Sunday, right? I think they play on Sunday. Mm. Yeah, uh, Sunday. Sunday's game against Everton, I'm definitely going to watch because I don't know how to really get the conference league. I don't know if the zone has that, so I don't know if I'll be able to watch um, it there. But Yeah, they do, I'm pretty sure. They do. Anyways, I'm definitely yeah. going to try and catch it. But yeah, the Everton game, I definitely want to see how Conte comes out. I'm curious if he's going to keep their formation or if he's coming yeah. out right away and already teach them a three. Well, I mean, this with you guys, three, four, three, I can see a three, four, three yeah. working with Tottenham more than a three, five, two, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's, I'm curious if he's going to switch to a back three right away, which like I said, he technically can because his back line is more or less used to it from where they've been mm. and where they're coming from. So it'll be very interesting. It's just, how do you get your strikers in on this? Like I said, wingers, I think they'll be fine. Son is really great out the box. Mm. I'm not worried about that midfield. We've seen what who the hell they have in there. I think it's going to be good. It's just going to be getting Kane. Kane to me is the biggest question mark. Yeah, and but the thing with Kane is that he has somewhat of a big personality, but it's he. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a big personality type of guy to me. But I mean, when you truly think about it, Spurs captain for the past fuck feels like 50 years now. Been English captain with I don't I mean that supposed to be apparently Maguire is but I really think it's Kane. So like he's he's achieved so much without achieving anything. I I don't know how to explain it. He's been captain for England. He's been captain for Spurs for forever. He's been Golden Boot winner. But if you look at his resume, zero Champions Leagues. Yeah. Zero Prems. I mean yeah, one second place finish with an NS uh, that. Got freaking killed by Eden Hazard. Uh, that beautiful top. Oh, yeah, what a beautiful yeah. goal! I don't know if you remember. It's a curler top right. Mm. He's he's basically like Dan Marino. Like he's got all these oh. amazing stats, these accolades, but he never won. And it's it it is a shame because Kane is a really amazing talent. I mean, yeah, you you, you don't win the Golden Boot in a Prem without being an exceptional talent, especially yeah. in the Prem. That's it, exactly. So I'm curious to how this is going to happen. Like I said, it's the big, it's a huge question mark. We know he's got the talent. He's going to do it. It's just how is Conte going to light a fire in this guy again? That's going to be the biggest that, thing. That, that and... to me is the biggest question mark is, is genuinely that. And I'm curious what, you know, others might think about this as well. Uh, so definitely, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you hit us up. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll, uh... we'll discuss from there. But I'm, I'm curious where this is going to go. I'm, I'm excited to watch his first outing. I'm curious what's going to happen here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I have officially made the Instagram for the Touchline podcast. Uh, I'll be, I'll start posting probably right when we're done with this episode. I'll post about the Conte. Uh, I'll post about how the episode's coming out. Blah blah blah. If anything, if you guys have any suggestion, eh, suggestions, anything you guys want to say, uh, any opinions, uh, don't be shy to comment. Don't be shy to send us a DM about what you guys think because we obviously don't know everything. It's impossible to know everything. Uh, so the more feedback we get, the more opinions we receive, the better The better we will make these podcasts will be a lot better yeah, and, uh, and enjoyable for everybody because you guys are involved. We're involved. We love it. You guys will love it. It's just we'll, we'll we're going to try to build a community out of it. Yeah, I'm totally up for it. So, I mean, you guys, like Alex said, find us on Insta. We're going to be posting as often as we can, obviously. Uh, he's more of the social media expert, so I'm going to leave it to Alex, and I'll take care of the multimedia as yeah. a whole. 
and uh, we'll go from there. But any any feedback, you know, between let's say the teams that we've built or what we think of Une Emery coming in, uh, what we expect of Conte, what is, you know, what's the success for you for this team? Yeah, just any opinion counts. Any suggestion counts. I mean, look, we're both. Oh come on, bro! He fell six minutes before the foul. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so, <laughs> bro, the guy jumps. Anyways, so yeah, just anything you guys have, just let us know. We'll be, we'll respond. We'll talk about it. We'll mm-hmm. do whatever. And yeah, I mean, we're we're starting. It's gonna grow. Hopefully, hopefully you guys are uh, enjoying it. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to really. Yeah, so I mean, we'll we'll see each other again on Monday. We'll we'll double back with everything that's going on. We'll obviously do another recap of the Prem, uh, mm-hmm. La Serie. There's the uh, Derby de la Madonina on Sunday. So for mm-hmm. anyone out there who is kind of, you know, whether you're a fan of Vintad or Milan or even just a neutral, it's going to be one hell of a Sunday. Both teams are in very good form right now, and we're going to mm-hmm. see what Conte does against Everton as well. And uh, looks like a weekend of pretty solid soccer again. It's gonna be a pretty special. It's gonna be pretty. It's pretty special weekend. There's a lot to look at. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the games. Any big games? I mean, it's Napoli, Verona. Pretty I think much just I have, us. Yeah, but I'm thinking uh, Verona have have won against some teams they weren't supposed to. So against Napoli, maybe especially that like well, I mean, out because they, of the they, red card. The red, yeah, and they did beat Juve, right? So you never mm-hmm. know. I mean, you got to take that momentum in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the you big game for Serie. A. This, this is the beauty, and I'm not complaining. But uh, hopefully Milan will be black and blue Sunday night. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I, I, de- I definitely have more faith in our team than AC Milan. I think AC Milan is just really overachieving right now. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out the title credentials uh, this weekend. Coincidentally, last year when we met and Milan was flying high, we actually lost the first meeting. But then we totally decimated the second uh, half of the season. So we're going to see. It's still very early. And then in the Prem, we have the... Oh, wow, we have the Manchester Derby, which I don't think is that exciting. I think Man City is going to absolutely blow Man United out. blow them, yeah. They're and then another big game. <laughs> wow, this is a big game. Oh, West Ham-Liverpool, that's going to be an insane mm-hmm. game. Oh, right after the Everton Tottenham game. Oh, I know what I'm doing Sunday. I'm sitting on my ass and watching soccer all day again. I love it. A lot of sports. It. We got the NFL. We got the, the leagues. Oh, Sun- boy. That's why we call it Sunday Fun Day, boys. Fucking! You sit down. You have no worries. You just do whatever you want. And you just enjoy sports, man. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. Beauty. We gotta gotta enjoy it while we still can. That's the beauty. Anyways, but, let's uh, end it here. Yeah. On that note, a big uh, shout out to everyone who's tuning in on here and Twitch and YouTube. We definitely appreciate it. As Alex said, definitely find us, DM us if there's anything you guys want to ca- cap in on, and uh, we'll go from there. So we'll see everyone on Monday. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Your weekend. Stay warm. And yep. uh, if Alex Day has one. any uh, parting comments there, some words of wisdom, uh, it's all yours. Well, I mean, uh, the Instagram, just to make it clear, it's the underscore. Wait. Yeah, the underscore touchline underscore podcast. podcast somebody yeah. had somebody had without the underscores, whatever. So, yeah, uh, just hit us up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing to really add. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of the week. Stay warm. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, be careful with COVID get your vaccines if you guys haven't and yeah i mean and that's that yeah i gotta agree so uh that's it we'll see you guys in a few days enjoy have a good night all right have a good night boys and girls obviously